Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you from Livingstonia, which is in the highlands of Malawi, as we continue traveling through Southern Africa. But before we begin, a reminder that you can get a special offer of 10 US dollars in italki credits with your first purchase by going to go.italki.com slash English in 10 minutes. With italki, you can reach fluency in English quickly by having personalized lessons with native speaking teachers at an affordable price. All right, so we're here in Livingstonia, and we've been in Malawi for a little over a week now, and I think Livingstonia is probably our favorite place so far. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. So uh, I'm glad that we made it up here. It was not an easy journey, and it was a bit out of the way because it's much further north than the rest of the places that we had visited in Malawi, but it was worth coming up here. And we're also continuing south after we leave here. So yes, we had to come up north, and then we have to go back and retrace our steps a little bit. But as you said, uh, it definitely was worth it. So Livingstonia is a really interesting place. There's a village called Livingstonia, and it was founded by Scottish missionaries in the 1890s. And so it's really unlike anywhere else that we've seen in Malawi or even in all of Africa. Yeah, it's definitely not your typical African village. They, you still have these buildings that were originally built, you know, in the late 1800s or early 1900s by these Scottish missionaries. So, for example, they built a church and a hospital and primary and secondary schools and even a university, which is quite unusual to have a university in such a small village. But all of these are still functioning and it's great to see. I mean, there are wonderful services that they're providing for the local people. But yeah, it's uh, it's a very quiet place. There's not a lot of life like there normally is. And you're, normally there's lots of people around and lots of noise. And in Livingstonia, it's very quiet. And you actually don't see many houses where people are living in Livingstonia itself. They're all kind of down further down the hills and they kind of spread out around the village. But in Livingstonia, it's really just these public buildings. Right. And the buildings all look quite similar. They're all built using the same style of architecture. There are these brick buildings. And so it's just this strange time warp to see this architecture typical of British or Scottish architecture of 100 years ago here in Africa. Mm -hmm. And so the surroundings is still Africa, mm -hmm. but the buildings don't look like Africa. And like you said, it's, it's not really the same bustle that you usually see in African villages. Yeah, it's more that people live a little bit outside and then they come in for school or for university or if unfortunately if they have to go to the hospital or, or even for church services on Sundays as well. Uh, so we went up in the village today and we walked around and yeah, it was really interesting to see the history of it. There's a small museum where they talk about the history of the settlement. Um, yeah, and it was quite interesting. Yeah. I thought it was definitely worth a visit. And we've also met some Scottish people here who are doing some work here. And we've met quite a few Scottish people in uh, Malawi in general because they have this connection, this historic connection with Malawi. And it's quite interesting that we're here in the Malawian highlands. We're 900 meters above the level of Lake Malawi or above the, the standard 
elevation in Malawi. Uh, and so when you think of highlands, usually the first country that you think of in the world is Scotland, mm -hmm. which has these highlands. And so in Malawi, we have highlands too, but it's not quite Scottish highlands. No, not really. I mean, you know, we're still sleeping under mosquito nets and there's still lots of dirt and dust. And, you know, it's a typical African landscape, really. It's just that we're up in the mountains or in the hills that are higher up than the rest of the the lowlands down near Lake Malawi down below. But yeah, um, I happened to overhear a Scottish woman talking on the phone, I believe, to her mother. And judging from her end of the conversation, I can imagine that her mother was saying, oh, be careful, cover up, don't get, cover don't get bitten by mosquitoes, because of course, mosquitoes in Africa carry malaria, which is a big health concern. And that's something that people are always trying to prevent when they're here. And so her response was, well, I've never seen a mosquito, so I don't know what I'm supposed to look out for, which I thought was really funny. And I guess it's true that in Scotland, you don't have mosquitoes because it's quite cold and that's not the kind of climate where mosquitoes live. But it does show just how you know, different Africa is from Scotland. For sure. And in Livingstonia, you still do have some mosquitoes, not the same volume of mosquitoes that you have down uh, near the lake. And in fact, the original Scottish missionaries tried to found this settlement elsewhere in Malawi and it, it failed mm -hmm. over several decades. They tried different sites and apparently the reason was because of the malaria. Mm -hmm. And so eventually they came all the way up here, um, which was a bit out of the way, but it was a, a place where they could build the settlement and have it be something closer to Scotland than uh, than the rest of Malawi, I suppose. Right, because a lot of the Scottish missionaries did die from malaria and perhaps from other diseases too when they attempted to establish missions down below. So here, once they came up to the mountains, maybe it did feel a little more familiar to them and a little more comfortable like home. Right. I mean, for us, we still think it's pretty hot and it's pretty similar to normal conditions in Africa, but we've been talking to some local people here and they think there's a huge difference between up here and going down to the level of the lake that is much hotter down there but for us we haven't really noticed that so much not yet not so much uh, yeah i think at night it does get a bit cool but yeah in the height of the day it's still really hot yeah and so i imagine it must have been really difficult for the scottish missionaries to get up to livingstonia back in the 1890s because it's still really difficult <laughs> for us to get up here today yes it was quite an ordeal taking public transport which is the way that we travel and so there were several different legs because we started in Lilongwe in the capital um, and everything took much longer than we expected which you know you should come to expect that in Africa so we had to wait a long time for a bus and that took longer and it ended up being a two-day journey rather than a one-day journey which was what we had thought it would be and then the last leg the last 15 kilometers or so to come up the mountain the road is really terrible Terrible. Yeah, I would say it's one of the worst roads, if not the single worst road that we've ever been on <laughs> in over 100 countries of travel. Mm -hmm. uh, it's absolutely dreadful, like you said. Yeah, so we were in the back of a pickup truck, which is the form of public transport that they use uh, to get up this road. And so we were packed in with a bunch of other people, local people, and lots of other things that, uh, that they were carrying up the mountain. 
and it's a very, very bumpy ride. You were actually standing up because there was no more sitting room in the back of the pickup. How did that go? Yeah, it was difficult at the beginning because it's very bumpy. It's a dirt road, but there's also lots of rocks embedded in the road and just on top of the road. And then it's a switchback road, so you have a lot of turns, um, and you can only do it in a four-wheel drive. So we were in this pickup truck, and the first few turns I was just swaying around all over the place just trying to hold on to this bar um, and trying not to basically fall over mm. uh, and eventually I understood how to do it that you bend your front knee and you kind of lean forward into the bar and then that gives you a lot more stability and um and then you know you're you're just not moving around as much uh, as I was right at the beginning, and so then I yeah I got into it a little bit and I started half enjoying it um, <laughs> because it, there's beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. You're looking up. We even saw baboons mm-hmm. on the side of the road, and you can see the lake as you get higher and higher. But the road is just really terrible. To travel the 15 kilometers to Livingstonia, it takes over an hour, sometimes up to an hour and a half. So that shows you how bad the road really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although one of the interesting things about it is that because you can only go up in a four-wheel drive, up here in Livingstonia, there are basically no cars Mm -hmm. because there are these trucks that go as public transport every now and then a few times a day up and down the mountain, and then that's it. And if you live up near Livingstonia, there's no real reason to own a car unless it's a four-wheel drive because you can't get down the mountain and there's not really anything to to drive to. You can just walk around this area. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's another one of the reasons that we didn't have that typical bustle like you talked about in in normal African towns, that it's a lot quieter here because there's really no transport. There's no cars up here. Yeah, which also, you know, contributes to the time warp feeling where it feels like you are back 100 years ago when these buildings were first built and there were no cars then either. So, yeah, we're actually thinking about walking down to get down the mountain when we leave here just because I think it'll be it'll take roughly the same time when you factor in the amount of time that you have to wait until another pickup comes along and then they're going really slowly and they usually stop and break down at some point along the way. Um, So, yeah, cars are not terribly useful in Livingstonia. Yeah, so we'll try to walk down tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And then we'll head back south again to Lilongwe and then we'll continue into Zambia. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.